Well, if you're a dog mom like me, then you love taking pictures of your pets. But sometimes it can be frustrating if they don't sit still or the pictures just don't turn out the way you want them to. Well, today we're getting some professional tips from Kimberly Carrillo. She is a professional pet photographer. Her company is Good Vibes Photography. Hi, Kim. Welcome to People with Passion for Pets. So excited to have you on the show today. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Kim, you are a pet photographer and um, your company is called Good Vibes Photography, which is just a great name. I already love you for that. <laughs> As pet owners, we obviously are constantly taking pictures of our pets. So I thought maybe it'd be fun to talk a little bit about, um, do you have some tips for somebody that wants to take better pictures of the pets? Yeah, tips. Um, I'm all about tips for photographing your pet. You have, a, everybody has a cell phone now. They have cameras on their phone. So you can get really good quality photos for yourself of your dogs. Um, and I, I do get that question asked a lot. How do you get them to look at you? Um, what are you doing? And a lot of it is number one is patience. Um, you have to have all the patience in the world for all animals, all pets, um, especially dogs. For me, they're very empathetic. They feel you. Um, if you're a little stressed out, either you're putting it on them or they're worrying about you. So you want to make sure that you're at ease because they feel you at ease. When you, when you, you'll notice that when you're working with me on a session that I'm usually pretty energetic around not, not around dogs. I'm very handsy. I'm, I'm loud. Um, but at a photo shoot, I'm not. Everything tones down very quiet it's just something you want to do with your pet um especially a dog yeah and you know that is such I think that's a great tip is uh energy but you know one of the first things that oftentimes happens I find with myself is you know I, I'm going out and I'm like oh I'm going to take some pictures for whatever you know Christmas or you know just to get some great shots and then I end up getting frustrated and I, I have like these expectations and things just aren't going the way. So I can really see where having that mindset of, you know, let's make it fun and let's make it just nice and, you know, calm because like you were saying, when you all hyper, then the dog's going to be all hyper. <laughs> no, that does not make for an easy photo when they're jumping around, excited for you. Um, you have to just make sure you keep that level down, unless you want that exciting photo, but your phone's not going to grab that crisp photo that you're like, why is it all blurry? That's why, because <laughs> you have to keep that energy nice and low and calm. Um, sometimes I get there and it takes five minutes. Um, sometimes it takes a full hour for a dog to give you that relaxed face. That's mm. the important part of the photo you want is the eye contact. And then all of us can read your dog. So we can tell with ears, face, eyes, mouth, body language. That's how you look at my photos. You're like, that's a really good photo. Cause they're not they're not wide-eyed and excited and hyper. They're just nice and relaxed with their pet parents. So, but they're also not one of the things that I noticed with my dogs, like uh, oftentimes with Apollo, because, you know, with the YouTube channel, I use him a lot in the thumbnail pictures. I would like his ears to be up, but most of the time, if I tell him stay, he's like, his ears are back. He's like, yep. you're supposed yep. to stay they're, here. They're, they're <laughs> so how do you get them to perk up their ears? <laughs> when they're relaxed, especially with a sit or a stay, <laughs> It's all about the noises. <laughs> okay. You will hear me do the weirdest noises that come out of a human <laughs> to get those ears perked up. Quail sounds. Um, 
lots of gadgets on me when you see me. Um, and a lot of times I come and people are like, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, just get any kind of squeaker out of a toy that they took out. Um, I've probably got 75 of those little squeakers. Just doing that little squeaker will get their head tilt. That's how you get that boop, that magic ear up. Um, treats are fantastic for that. Um, a lot of dogs perk up with a certain phrase that their pet parent likes, uh, whether, you know, it's ride. You want to go for a ride. You'll see that boop. You have a split second to get that. Um, a lot of the times, too, with their iPhone, if you're doing it with your iPhone, um, there's a live, a button on there, too, that's a live so maybe they do this real quick. In that photo, there's going to be one crisp shot usually of them. Boop, boop. And that's how I get the photo. So, you know, with my professional camera, I can take lots of photos to get the one second shot. But the noises and treats are huge. Perfect. And <laughs> I can see that with um, with Apollo. So, um, I, you know, with the with the noises, that's that's a really good thing. You know, one of the things that I've learned uh, in my thing is I actually take a video and then I use a, you know, video editor to take a still picture from that video. Because again, with Heidi, my little Jack Russell, she moves so fast. There's never like, even if I take like 10 pictures, all of them are like blurred. And, you know, so that's one of the, I guess, one of the tips that I've learned as a videographer, more so than a photographer. (laughs) Yep. And that works great too. Like with your, if you're doing it with your phones, just put the video on, you can screenshot it, you can stop it. I mean, your phones have so much technology now that you can do a lot with it. And, And I find that that is really useful when I have multiple pets because, you know, I'll always get like a shot where Apollo is perfect, but Heidi was looking away. And then I get a shot where Heidi is perfect, but Apollo is like, where his tongue's yeah. out and he's like, <laughs> like yeah. okay. You know, obviously doing pet photos yourself on your, on your camera, there's lots of options, but when you're looking for something really memorable and you know one of the biggest things I think with us as pet parents is we we want to have something to remember them by and so if you're really looking for that perfect picture going to a pet photographer I think is just one of the things you everybody should splurge a little bit and and make that perfect session so talk a little bit about your sessions and what you offer um I offer lots of different sessions um because every dog is different um I shoot a lot of portraits and and when you reach out to me we're going to customize what we want to do. Um, Mainly we go out to a neighborhood park. Um, There's reasons why I pick certain parks that I do because we want them quiet, non-distracting. I have scouted different locations depending on what you want to look for. If you want it casual, you want it on top of a mountain, you want it deserty, anything like that. And sometimes we do it at home. Um, There's a sick dog. I get a lot of the, the, um, what I call a a rainbow shoot, a tribute shoot. They can't leave home. Um, some of them can't move. So I come into your home. We don't make it sad. It's still going to be fun so that you have that memory of not this sad image of you with your dog, but a, a happy memory. Um, I lost my, one of our heart dogs, um, 2020 killer. Um, and I had started photographing dogs, around her and she she's the one that got me to to understand dogs and loved she was a feisty little chihuahua (laughs) so I've learned a lot from her um in booking and how I would want to remember my dog um and that's what I bring to your photo shoot with your pets 
Um, do we do you hike a lot? Do you want to go on top of a mountain and get that big, beautiful sunset behind you? So we have a lot of talking in between here and your your photo shoot about what's best for what you want displayed on your wall in a photo album and what is going to be the safest for your dog. That to me is very, very important. Um, I have three pit bulls and if I took my three pit bulls to the desert, they're not going to do well because there's cactus, there's animals around. They're not used to that. They're just used to in home in a neighborhood park. So I'm going to take them where it's safe and comfortable for them rather than somewhere where they might be a little bit too curious with the cactus um you so know and 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 i'm just going to interrupt the moment but that just kind of triggered something in me so as a pet parent don't just think about what you would like right sometimes we have this dream of oh i want to be on top of the mountain with my dog and then the dog's like all like little light out here so exactly. making it something that's that's as comfortable for them as it is for you and and speaks to their personality and and what they love right yep, exactly exactly a lot of people see my shots and i'm like i want my dog to look just like that but it doesn't always work that way. Um, it just depends on the personality of the dog and the safety. I, I work with a lot of shelter and rescue dogs and do a lot of donation shoots with them. I will not take them anywhere dangerous. And I tell foster dog parents, um, rescues that we're going to do it somewhere safe for the dog. They're scared. They don't, I don't, we don't know their temperament. Things are new to them. So to me, safety is number one priority for all of your dog's photo shoots. So that's awesome. So it would start with an initial call where you guys would talk about you and your client talk about um, what are their what are their wishes? What do they want to do? But you also guide them into saying, let's talk about your pet. What do they like? And and kind of go from there and kind of bring that together. And then what does the shoot look like? So here's just a quick message for our audience. I just like to thank each and every one of you for listening and supporting our podcast. And if you can, I would like to ask you to take one or two minutes to rate and review the podcast. This will allow us to reach more people with passion for pets. Thank you so much for your support. And then what does the shoot look like? The shoot's fun. Um, it can be anywhere from an hour to two hours. We don't typically well about 45 minutes to an hour and why I say that time to two hours is because it depends on the dog and usually around 45 minutes they're tapped out we're all tapped out but we can keep going but your dog is usually tired I have plenty of um pet guardian parents that tell me that their dog slept for hours after their photo shoot so you can expect your dog to be tired mentally stimulated um because they're, they're having to pay attention to me pay attention to you pay attention to what else do i have oh new treats oh new sound what is that sound is it a duck um so they just get extremely <laughs> exhausted afterwards um but a lot of pet parents just want their dog but i try to kind of squeeze them in there because you're going to want that memory with you and your dog <laughs> you are I, I i miss my dog dearly and i'm so glad i have so many photos with her even if they were just on my phone nice. um and you and you know and i'm going to interject again but um you know you mentioned earlier those um over the rainbow shoots and i just recently had the um the privilege of uh, one of my friends had a dog and he had cancer so we knew that he didn't have that much longer but one of the things we noticed is she had all these pictures of the dog but she had none of the dog in her because she was always taking pictures of the dog I gave that to her as a gift and it was uh, it was such a 
a meaningful gift for her because she was able to take a photo shoot with the dog and get like these beautiful pictures that she will have, you know, forever to remember him by. One of my senior dogs, she um, had a mast cell tumor um, that we had to get removed in November of this last year. So we didn't know if we were going to have her much longer. So I went out and I purchased a photography session for somebody to take photos of her and I only so that I have those. She's still here. She's still thriving. She beat cancer, but I have awesome. those memories now. So That's I wonderful. appreciate them so much. Yes. yes. <laughs> so. It's, such a, it's such a special gift. So, um, so we, we've now done the photo session. So what's next now you've got all kinds of pictures that you took, but I'm assuming that there's different packages that people can choose from. Yep. We have different packages. So it just depends. I'm, I'm a big pusher of prints because I like print. Um, and I will go over different albums. Um, if you want them displayed on your wall, how big do you want it? How small do you want a desk print for your work office? How do you want these displayed? Um, there are digital packages, um, but we go over what what's going to be best for you. Again, it's another customized. I have prices on my website, but we customize a lot too. Um, you'll get a gallery of your photos on an online gallery. You will get a minimum of 20 images, but that can be anywhere from 20 up to 75 for a typical photo shoot. And you'll also get the web-sized images for your computer, but not to print because I want you to display them in your home. That's awesome. That sounds like so much fun. I mean, I think the photo shoot itself would be just a, a blast to do, but then also to, you know, see, go through the pictures and be able to uh, decide, you know, how to display them, because I agree with you, um, you know, everything we do these days in this world is digital, but we don't realize that sometimes things just, you know, all this digital stuff isn't forever, you know, copies get corrupt, you lose a hard drive, or, you know, a backup file is no longer there. So to have an actual picture of your dog in a picture frame or on the wall, uh, I think that that's just a very um, wonderful memorandum to have and and yeah. to just enjoy forever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm glad I have a photo of each one of my dogs right when you walk into the home. Um, I love watching that. You know, even seeing my little killer on the wall as a memorable thing to walk into. So it's a big deal to me that you have um, good prints of them or or a photo album. I I love those just as a little coffee table so people come over and can look at see and especially if they're not here anymore. It's it's wonderful to be able to still live with their memory around. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. So um, now I want to know, um, well, earlier, let's talk first. You you volunteer at the Maricopa County uh, Animal, um, it's such a long word, Maricopa <laughs> County Animal Care and Control. Yeah. <laughs> they should make that, they should come up with something shorter. Um, <laughs> a lot of the times we just call it NCACC, but the regular yeah. public <laughs> That nobody knows what it is. Yes. So um, as a photographer, what are some of the things that you do there as you volunteer? Um, I am one of the volunteer photographers. Um, I also walk the dogs and do other things that are needed, but mostly photography because there's always photography needed. To me, it's extremely important that these dogs have a very good approachable 
look on their portal. And when I say portal is when you go look on the website to see what kind of dog you might see. Um, you're, when they first get in as an intake, they don't always get a good photo because they're just, they're scared and you know, whoever's there is just trying to take one with their cell phone or whatnot. So you don't always get to see the best version of them. Um, so when I come in, I can be able to do exactly what I do all day every day and get that nice I have a very specific shot I do with them down so it's safe I'm not in their face um, and I also walk them so it's not always about photography because it's whatever they're needed we are a little low on volunteers so we love more volunteers at the shelter but now I take a photo spend time with them in the play yard and walk them if it's not too hot so that they get a good amount of time out of their kennels that's so, wonderful. Well, yeah. thank you for doing that. That's, uh, that's awesome. It's, it's really rewarding. It's, it's everything to me to be able to do any kind of help there at all. So. Yeah. But so now I want to know, how did you get started as a photographer? What made you choose pet photography? I, I started photographing when I was younger, just a point and shoot camera. I was always the, the one with the camera everywhere. Um, I got a job at um, one of the largest publications in the state, um, loved it out all day, every day, photographing things going on in our state. Um, I, I loved it, but I, I wanted to spend more time with my family and my pet. And I had started volunteering at the dog shelter. And it, that was it. That was my happiness is being able to photograph and be around animals and that they work so well with me and I work well with them um, that I left the media world to come just focus on dogs. Um, I had met Killa the Little Chihuahua um, and we, we had seen Mia, um, my, my big pity that we rescued from Maricopa County Animal Care and Control. So we met her, I saw her on a Facebook post and I had told my husband, um, I have to have this dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we went and got her. Um, and what's, what's a funny story about me being a dog photographer is I was terrified of dogs. Terrified. <laughs> so if people see me now, they're like, no, you weren't. She's the one that's gotten me comfortable with dogs. Between the little feisty chihuahua and the 100-pound Great Dane pit bull, they showed me all of the love that dogs have, that there's, they're not scary. They're scared, not scary. So being able to be around all the shelter dogs, see what I wanted to do in this media, just brought me into focusing on that niche with the dogs. They've healed me the way I feel I can heal them in a way. Um, so, so dogs mean the world to me. They, they help my mental health. They help everybody's mental health if you let them. Um, and such a great story. And I love that, uh, you're mentioning as that they give you as much as um you know you give them and and that is so important and you know both Jim and I are in the industry uh dog trainers and and we do our YouTube channel and our podcast and and it's the same for us you know it's not just uh it's not just a job and it also makes it so uh so rewarding to be able to um you know give back but also get so much in return with working with animals so I 100% oh, yeah. agree oh yeah that's just awesome so now we still need to make sure that we share where people can find you so share your website and social media for our listeners so my website is goodvibesphoto.com um, my my instagram is goodvibesdogtography 
Um, I am on TikTok as Good Vibes Photo. Uh, TikTok is a lot of behind the scenes, so it's fun to watch because you'll see my dogs on there a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, behind the scenes of a lot of uh, commercial shoots I do um, are on TikTok. Um, I'm on Instagram a lot, and then Facebook is just Good Vibes Photography. Um, you'll see me on there too. So. Perfect. And of course, we'll be sure to have the links in the description below. So anybody wants to find you that can easily connect with you. But thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed the interview. And again, go out there and, and just take those perfect pictures, make memories. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode of People with Passion for Pets, then I am sure you also love the rest of the interviews for the second season of People with Passion for Pets. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.